Amy. Hey, Jack. I'm gay. Oh my god, that is so funny. I'm also gay. I was uh, going to tell you. Wait, really? Yeah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Dating, Dating Straight. Hey, Amy. <laughs> hey, Jack. Hey, hey Ariana Ooh. Maddox. Woo! Hi! Uh, Girl, I know way too much about your life. (laughs) You do, yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on Dating Straight. Today on the show, we have Ariana Maddox, author of Fancy AF Cocktails, by Baddie, which we love to see, and one of the wokest members on the <laughs> cast of Vanderpump Rules. So, oh, thank you, <laughs> Queen. Welcome, welcome. Um, before uh, we get into the episode, real quick, I just want to ask our viewers to rate, review, subscribe, rate five stars. Ariana, if you were giving a review of our show that you've heard so many times, um, <laughs> what would it say? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I would say Jack and Amy have the best guests (laughs) and they Mm -hmm, really just know how to have a good time. So for a good time, call Jack and Amy five stars. Thank you. (laughs) Oh yeah. Thank you. You're right. Um, Okay. So we do like a little weekly catch up usually. So think of something that is like prominent in your week and Jack will start us off with the catch up. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm currently actually living in New York. Um, but this is a hot topic because a heated debate, I guess. Yesterday, I went, I ventured all the way over to New Jersey and Ooh. I'm starting to have New Jersey fantasies, you guys. I'm starting to like plan out what? my life, have a little toddler in New Jersey, like, I don't know. I mean, this is the big, this is, it's so boring, but this is like my big weekly. That's so random. I mean, not really. I support, I support your Jersey journey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I used to live in New York and I I went over, I had a friend who lived in Hoboken and sometimes I would go hang out with her and she would take me around to like her favorite spots. And I was like, wait, it's like actually like really cute, cute here. Yeah. Um, And then I shot like, when I was doing like little um, sketch videos and stuff for college humor, like sometimes they would shoot in like Montclair or like, you know, random, like, you know, because if you're going to shoot at a house and it's supposed to look like people who live in a house, you're not going to do that in New York. So you got to do it in fucking Jersey. (laughs) And I was like, wow, there's like some really cute spots over here. So I completely support your, your journey. I mean, I'm living in the Valley, which is essentially like, Jersey, the Jersey move. <laughs> That's so true. I've I never did thought the about Jersey it like that. move. <laughs> no, Jack. I but you would have like no friends in Jersey. It's it's like a ten Not minute. Not to drag it's you a like ten that. Minute, it's a ten minute boat ride oh. slash train ride so uh, I don't, don't worry I about guess me I don't know anything about <laughs> it's not Jazzy. yeah it's it's quick for you guys yeah in New York you don't have, worry about you know you're uh <laughs> <laughs> um okay cool I guess I don't know anything about Jazzy anyway okay so my catch-up of this week is I'm emotionally stunted <laughs> <laughs> um there's a there's a girl who I've like gone out with a couple times, super safe. We get tested all the time. I only see a handful of people. Don't come for me. What am I supposed to do? Shrivel up and die alone? Maybe. Maybe. Um, 
but she like asked to hang out again and I said yes and then I canceled um and then she like messaged me again or I mess I don't know so how do I just be how do I let myself be happy <laughs> Jack says I do this all the time <laughs> wait do you want to keep hanging out with her or are you I'm over very I, I'm a very like indecisive data so mm. I'll be like yeah, like this sounds really fun. And then I'll be like, actually, no, it doesn't. And then I'll do that on loop but, for a long time. But long what we're time. missing from the story is that then Amy responds to her, her Instagram stories being like, you're cute. Oh, um, but she looked really pretty. <laughs> That's what am I supposed to do? If she posts a selfie and it looks pretty, then I you have to be like pretty. No, no, <sighs> I'm, you, I mean, that's just <laughs> is that wrong? You're breaking hard. Whoa, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess, listen, I'm a famous, I'm like a famous for canceling plant. Like I would rather like do nothing. Like I always will be like, yeah, that sounds great. Saturday, okay. And then like coming around to it, I'm like, oh my God, why did I agree to do this? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, we, mm -hmm. I agreed to go to the movies and I'm like, oh my God, no. <laughs> Well, I mean, not there's no movies now, but um, if only, <laughs> if only I would cancel all the movie plans. Um, but I feel like you kind of just have to be like, I don't know. You either have to like push yourself to do it or just not do it, because otherwise people will get sad, and then they're like, I can't figure this girl out. Like, does she like me or does she not like me? She says I'm pretty on Instagram, but then she won't hang Thank out. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think the issue is, is that I don't even know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So how am I supposed to figure this girl out? I don't know. And by this girl, I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> you know her better than any of well, us then... do. So what are we going to do? How are we going to help? Wow. wow, that's so deep, Jack. <laughs> you might know me as much as I know me. No? I think you just think I know anyway. you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Shots okay. fired. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, Ariana, what happened this week that is of note? Uh well, I actually had a really good week. I always feel like um, so I have therapy on Tuesday, so later today. Nice. And I always feel like very good. Right, like Friday is when I hit my like peak worst. And mm -hmm. so I'm always like, fuck, I still have like there's always like this weird timeline this week i managed to survive a, like friday i like somehow have really like made it all the way to tuesday this week without oh, without having like a breakdown last night i was close because i was eating i ate like 80 packs of like the little halloween packs of sour patch kids yum and mm -hmm. i ate them so much <laughs> i ate so many of them and my tongue was like raw mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i was like whoa okay and that really that almost sent me smiling <laughs> but it didn't um i was like just go to bed um and so i like really um of note yeah i've like survived the week yeah which is like oh yeah crazy yeah without having this freaking peaks and valleys of bullshit um so yeah, that's a big There's win. You. <laughs> you should change your therapy to like a Friday afternoon. Yeah, or yeah, I should honestly, I should. But what if then on Tuesday? <laughs> then Tuesday yeah. is the bad. 
Like right. I feel like I'm like it might just like reset your week in a in the yeah. Other way. Why don't you do exactly. therapy yeah. twice a week? <laughs> That's expensive. Okay, it is expensive. Yeah. I did that one time. I called my therapist. I was like, <clears throat> we need to have an emergency session, and it was the best week of my life. So therapy twice a week definitely feels right, mm-hmm. but super expensive. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we love therapy on this show. Good. Thanks to our sponsors. Cool. Thank you so much, Best Fiends, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Obviously, we love Best Fiends. It's the only puzzle game that I have on my phone. It's the only puzzle game you kind of need on your phone. Okay, so it's 1 a.m. You should be sleeping, but instead, mm-hmm. you're playing Best Fiends. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Best Fiends is the can't put it down mobile puzzle game that is free to download. With over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. There are more levels, events, challenges added all the time. So play away. There's always going to be one more level. Uh, Seriously, once you download Best Fiends, bottom won't stand a chance. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as Amy was kind of joking in the beginning, the 1am thing, she's talking about me because, you Mm. know, some people are scrolling on TikTok. They're like on Instagram, liking whatever, on Twitter, whatever. Not me, baby. I am a video game head. I love this app. I love puzzle games. And Best Fiends is the one. Um, I mean, I just love how cute it is. It's very calming, but also like really makes you think. At first, it starts pretty easy. But over time, as you get through the levels, it gets more difficult and more difficult, which is perfect because we got to keep our brains moving during this time, you know? Um, yeah. It's a good way to keep your brain active, but also turn it off yes, at the same time. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's contradictory, but you'll understand once you download Best Fiends. Mm. So download mm-hmm. Best Fiends for free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Thanks, Best Fiends. So, Ariana, mm-hmm. we all know you from the cast of Vanderpump Rules. Yes. You are one of the more reasonable cast members <laughs> on that show, <laughs> at least coming from a viewer. That's how I perceive it. What is that like when people are just being so unreasonable? Uh, <laughs> how do you interact? I guess, uh, I don't know. I just, um, I don't do that on purpose. I think it's just like I am friends with, a lot of times people are who are on opposite sides of something and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, I want to be able to see, at least try to see where both people are coming from because I like both people or at least I, so, because I also don't, I get overwhelmed and I also really don't like when people are mad at me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, even if I, I like try to see where someone's coming from and then uh, so I think it comes across as, as reasonable, <laughs> but I feel like I'm like, just like usually so over, like really trying to figure out like, how can I do the right thing here and not have my friends be mad at me because I really, really don't like when people are mad at me. Also, because a lot of times when people are mad at you, just in general, I find, oh, so hummingbird. 
I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like people oftentimes when they're mad at you like won't tell you and then oh yeah and then you like maybe have a feeling but then you're like no probably not they didn't say anything they didn't tell me and then of course like with you know our lives being filmed you might like three or four episodes like when it's on TV, um, you'll watch it and you'll be like, oh my God, they were talking so much shit about me. <laughs> and you're like, why didn't Fuck. they just tell me like, hey, this annoyed me. And then that, we could have dealt with it because like, I hate that. <laughs> I hate when people yeah, are They so, clearly aren't internalizing yeah, your therapy. Like... <laughs> like you are. <laughs> I'm re- I internalize Wait. everything. <laughs> <laughs> um what's that like when you're fighting with someone and then you resolve it and then you see it back on tv and you're like oh i hate you again uh it can be fun it can honestly it depends like it can be okay but depending on the person or like how they tend to act in like their interviews or say things in their interviews sometimes it's like if if that was if you guys resolving it was like kind of on thin ice mm-hmm. then it can really mm-hmm. set things off Find again cracks yeah mm-hmm. um if it's somebody that you're super good friends with and you guys just had this one thing happen and then you kind of like figured it out then that i feel like when you watch it back is not so bad because you know them they like you guys are tight so they're probably not going in their interview saying anything that is really gonna because we film those interviews like months after the fact. Wow. So, okay. so if someone says um, something like really fucked up in their interview, you know that they said it like six Whoa. months after. <laughs> so so you're like, oh, did you? And sometimes it's like, oh, I just, you know, wanted to lean into it, you know, lean into that time that I felt like that, um, mm-hmm. which is, I think, the best way to, I mean, if you're really going to, nail the interview and like <laughs> that's probably the way to do it but it's not the way to like maintain being cool <laughs> totally totally have you ever said stuff in interviews that you watch back and you were like Ooh, oh i've said I stuff in, that. i've said stuff in interviews that literally as i've said it i've been like but i don't really feel that way so can we like I oh my like, god <laughs> cut that cut that the one thing that you use it's just something like in the moment that i was like oh that would be like a you know whatever and uh sometimes that will be the like one thing that's used i'm like i didn't even really think that <laughs> Um, I was just riffing. Or yeah, I was getting into character. <laughs> I was just fucking around. And then sometimes there's like something that um, like for the episode to make sense, they like have to have somebody mm-hmm. say, you know, like we're going to Mexico and we're going to do da, 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 da. like they just have to have somebody say it um, mm-hmm. to make things make sense that are happening. And sometimes it's like it really works and it it really uh feels like you and yourself and it flows and sometimes you're just like this is so corny i would never (laughs) say this like i sound ridiculous and you're like well i'll just i'll just do it you know and it's like Mm -hmm. it's always just one of those like throwaway things and then of course sometimes you watch it and you're like oh my god i really do sound so corny i am and i feel like that all the time like very rarely do i watch interviews and go like yeah wow what a sassy cool person i'm like (laughs) she's so corny (laughs) oh well i mean i feel like even 
being a YouTuber or even doing this podcast, actually, a lot of the times I'm like, oh my God, why did I say? Totally, totally. (laughs) But it's, that is just like in our own heads. So don't worry about it. You're not corny. In our own heads and then the like Twitter feed while the episode airs and everyone's like. (laughs) Yeah, we don't deal with that like you do, actually. It's different. It's different. Yeah, I don't know. It is different. (laughs) Do you get like a lot of backlash? Um, it depends show? on what it depends on what's happening. Anytime that there's like uh, anytime, you know, if I'm in a conflict with somebody else, there's going to mm-hmm. be people who are going to like really look at people who are going to be if you know what I mean. There's always going to be two sides of people sure. who are watching the show and who are like, I really identify with this other person or I really identify with Ariana. Um, and then there's some people who can, who will be able to see, but you know, so it just depends. Um, sometimes if somebody has like a really diehard fan or something that like, they're just like, that person can do no wrong. And you just like disagree with them for one second. Sometimes you'll get like that person hate tweeting. you. But like, it's pretty, it's pretty like, I don't know. I think most people you always have, no matter what, there's just always going to be people who are like extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, our audience is just kind of like fun and doesn't take it too seriously. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should be fun. It's, you know what I mean? It should be fun. Of course. It's fun. Yeah. It should be fun drama. Not like, oh my gosh, like sending, I don't know, like wake up like in the Godfather with the, dead animal you know <laughs> has that happened to you before <laughs> no, i'm kidding <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> what's the like creepiest thing that has happened as a result of being on this show creepiest. i mean i my creep my like creep uh, threshold <laughs> What would you call that threshold yeah <laughs> my <laughs> my creep threshold is pretty high Oh, so I don't know that you I would date a murderer. Tend to, like, so you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times people will think like, oh, like sometimes might someone might think something is creepy. And I'm like, oh, I think they're just trying to be nice. And I'm like, you know, sometimes if you were being nice, it can come across as like awkward or weird. And I like try to try to like, you know, and someone else like that I'm friends with might be like, no, that was weird. I always think it's it's only <laughs> I, I don't know. The only time I think it's kind of, it's not necessarily creepy, but like oftentimes, I mean, obviously right now is a different mm-hmm. time in general yeah. in this way, but um, in the large sense, but in the smaller sense, there have been times, moments where we'll be out somewhere and we'll meet people who, you know, are fans of the show. And I always like, if I end up hanging out with that those people like all night, I'm like fine. Usually, like pretty fine with it. I'm like, wow. You friend. I'm like, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, when you get drunk and you're just like best friends with somebody that you'll never yep. see again for like Absolutely. an hour, and then <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. And I've had friends who are like, this is weird. Like, why are these why are these other people here? And I'm like, I don't know. They're cool. And then I end up like giving my number out. I'm just like, my, yeah, my creep threshold is is pretty high. Hmm. Well, maybe you just trust I, yeah, I'll give my. Maybe that's a good thing. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's like I do and then I don't at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay, your first seasons of that show, Vanderpump Rules, Uh were just like fucking nuts. Like, (laughs) they're... I mean, I think that the lesbian community, I'm I'm sure it's the same for the gay community, Jack. They everyone just like hooks up with each other, a lot of mm-hmm. like scandals. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you maintain friendships with this these people that like in reality you would never speak to again? <laughs> um well the thing about our well, first of all, it's but I can't having a hard time explaining it. So it's like, <laughs> I think that because like that kind of first season core group had known each other for so long and there was like people, mm-hmm. they, they were living together, they were dating, they were friends for so long. It's almost like you fall back into those things that made the friendship work in the first place. Sure. Um, because also working together like at sir when you're so like if you were to ask thomas you know like after season two everything like with jacks and all of that like they had to work together at sir off camera for like months mm-hmm. wow and it was like you know first first tom's going in there ready that to, thinking like oh round two is gonna you know that we're gonna have a fight again if he comes at me like i gotta be ready to go and then it turns into okay no that's not gonna happen it's fine he'll stay over there we're not really gonna talk then it turns into oh hey can i get this can i get that then it turns into like oh tonight's really fucking rough isn't it blah blah, blah. and then you know what i mean it's like a slow mm-hmm. thing of like when you just mm-hmm. are around each other it's so much easier to just get along or have a good time than it is to keep doing the same thing. And so even if maybe like that issue isn't resolved necessarily, it's just, you just go back into the stuff that was fun. And then it's somebody's Mm -hmm. birthday and then everyone's getting drunk. You know what I mean? And it's like, (laughs) and then it's like, oh yeah, you know, I, I, if I, if you were to ask me, I would say fuck that guy. But at the same time, we know, let's just have fun. So I think that's kind of how it it keeps. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like exposure therapy. It's like, you have to see these people. Yeah. Um, And so so you you just just got to figure it out. Get over it. Yeah. Damn. But do you have like, like a little piece of you that's still like, wow, Kristen is crazy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not supposed to call women crazy and I don't want to, but they that's what they called up. Right. Um, you know, I actually, I, no, I don't think, I think that, um, I think that especially with her, isn't it just her, Kristen, and, and as an individual, I think mm-hmm. that, there were some things like over that time, there was a lot of things compounding. And I think that there were a lot of, and, and I and I definitely think that it's something that people have to take individual responsibility for. It's not like, oh, you know, because like, I don't, and I don't think she would at this point, like, I don't think she would like blame someone else and say like, oh, it's because you did this. So I'm just saying that. Um, sure. But she has, she has taken like so much individual responsibility for, 
herself and her her mental health and like where she is and so um yeah i have a lot of admiration for her in that regard because i mean most of my like life super like insane like wild scandalous stuff that happened in my life happened before Vanderpump Rules so I was just like <laughs> kind of like lo- <laughs> I don't know lucky in that regard that kind of like Vanderpump Rules gonna like come on the, the tail end I'm <laughs> like the the tail end yeah exactly <laughs> very fun hell yeah that's awesome for you yeah <laughs> yeah I guess it worked out in that <laughs> in that way maybe not well for didn't work out well for like TV sake I guess it would have been made for good TV, but I don't think I. Yeah, you don't need that. You don't need that. You're you're doing great. (laughs) Yeah. So like, kudos to, thank you. Yeah. So like, you know, big ups to Kristen for being able to like walk through that fire and land on the other side. Also, thank you so much, Usual Wines, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Usual Wines are wines for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, which is a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. So there's going to be no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish a bottle. Uh, Because of the single serve format and bottle design, Usual is always fresh so there's going to be no more flat bubbly or stale rosé the wines are also low carb and have zero grams of sugar usual has a red blend a rosé sparkling white wine called brut they also have a limited production of brut rosé just for summer yeah and usual wines are made from world-class american areas in california like napa sonoma santa barbara all the best places um, and are made with minimal intervention zero sugar and zero additives which we love to see um yeah i got sent some usual wines and let me tell you i'm a big fan Genuinely, they are the perfect size for one person. Julia and I, my roommate, split uh, a couple. We had two. Okay, we didn't split. We each had our own (laughs) um, last night. And it was the perfect pour to get you just a little bit, you know, giggly and happy, but, um, you know, still feeling classy because that's what you want when you drink the wines. Um, (laughs) Uh And yeah, I really, really enjoyed them. They taste good. For someone who doesn't really know wines like me, it was great to just have them sent to my door. I got the um, sampler pack. So everything was just sent to me super easy, super yummy. And um, they... You, at Usual Wines have a special holiday product that is now available called Usual Reserve. Um, it's an ultra premium limited edition Mount Vidir Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, and it's the most special wine yet, just in time for the holidays, coming from one of the most celebrated plots of land um, in Napa. This Cabernet Sauvignon is concentrated and rich um, with just enough grip. So gift it to someone or yourself because, you know, it's the holidays, baby. Let's get it. So go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use our discount code DATING for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Seriously, highly recommend. Thanks, Usual Wines. Um, I want to know some some tea i guess like Mm. have you ever wanted to quit the show because damn that's got to be freaking hard to always be on camera (laughs) um i there's definitely been those moments where you think like i can't do it or Mm -hmm. you know and i think that everybody has has that moment and then 
you know, we have like really great producers that we've known for, for years. And so, you know, there's like, okay, so season eight, my birthday party. Um, I had one of those, like, I'm in my, <laughs> I'm in my closet. I'm trying to like get ready. Nothing's, I bought this outfit that I thought was going to be so cute. Like, and it's my birthday. And it's like, I want to feel cool and hot. Confident. And I thought, yeah. And I thought like, oh, this is going to be a sick outfit. And I got it that day. Like, and I tried it on and it didn't fit me. And so then I had this, you know, it just kind of, and I was like, Ugh, I, it just sent me on like this spiral. I ended up being like two hours late to filming, which is like bad. And they kind of touched on it a little bit in the episode, but um, because no one was here filming me getting ready, there was, you know, everyone's just like, what's going on? And I was like, I can't, I'm just not going to go. I was like, Tom, it's fine. You guys just have like a fun night at the bar. Go without me. He's like, I'm literally, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do that. All, I literally do that all the time. Like when we're not filming, I'm always like, just, go without me have fun i'll see you like i i send tom out without me all the time and i'm always like it's fine just don't tell them i'm not gonna tell them i'm not coming just you show up by yourself and they'll get it and (laughs) (laughs) and they'll know like oh she just like you know was over it but like (laughs) that's obviously not like one of my better qualities and so one of our producers um who was there at the party like waiting for us you know and filming everybody else was texting with me and because we know we've known each other for so long we really and we all it's almost like this us and like the crew is like kind of like this little family in a way um Mm -hmm. she was like she convinced me like she was like okay it's fine. Don't worry about being late. Like we'll film, like I'll, we'll just do other stuff. And when you get here, it'll be okay. Just try to, you know, and she's like, send me a picture of your outfit. I'll tell you if it looks good. So like, those are like the kind of moments where like, you think like, I can't do this anymore. And this was also like right after, you know, there was like a lot of drama going on and it was like mm-hmm. in between like this big fight and Jackson Brady's wedding. And I was just like, there was just so much going on and I was overwhelmed and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And having those producers that we are so close with who can really kind of, because they're a little bit removed from the situation, it's not like someone who's in the, you know, in the mix as much. Mm-hmm. They're the kind of people who can like really, bring you back to a place where you're like, okay, yeah, you're right. I can do this. I'm going to do it and it's going to be good. And so I think that, you know, I'd like to think that we all have like that kind of relationship with them. And that's part of what keeps us all able to keep coming back. But there's definitely been those Mm -hmm. moments where you're like, no, I can't, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. How, how like real is this show? <laughs> I need to know. Um, My own personal. <laughs> when we're, I mean, when we're filming, it's like, it's real. It's real stuff, you know? And obviously when you see it, the final version of that on TV, mm-hmm. it's a lot more, it's very glossy. It's got quick cuts and little trans and transitions and music and stuff like that. So it can 
maybe or something happens and then exactly what you're like oh my god that's not gonna happen and then that the next thing that happens is that and you're like there's no way that that's real that sometimes that's usually that's honestly the most real stuff Mm. um obviously there's sometimes has to be like you know inserts of things like if someone gets engaged you know they have to come in and after everything and come in and get a close-up shot you know or like things like that like things that make to make it make sense Mm -hmm. um pickups here and there if something was blurry or you know if if something was out of focus or someone's mic shut off battery ran out (sighs) and they just got to get that real quick but that's That's pretty rare and when it comes to like the actual meat of the show and like what's going on that stuff is is very real do you sometimes just like forget that they are filming your life? It must be so interesting to have your whole life filmed for the past eight yeah, years. Yeah, well, at least this part of of my life, I think that you know, it's it's crazy because you know, there everybody on our show has lots of other friends that aren't on the show and like mm-hmm. you know, other hobbies and things like that. But yeah, it's funny. We, I think, we're also used to filming that especially if there's like someone new or somebody who isn't normally on like maybe you know you're going to a store and you're talking to the clerk or something and there's in LA there's helicopters a lot and we can hear I feel like all every one of us is so we're so like kind of like trained we can hear it coming a mile away and you know you could be like you know what, Amy? You've been a really fucking. <laughs> oh my god, goes, that's you're suspense. Like, okay. You're like, you know what? And then you just like, but we're so good at like <laughs> waiting for like planes and helicopters. So we just know because we know if I am really feeling, you know what I mean? If I'm really feeling it, I really, you know, like that's and I say it, and I, it's like so. It's such a it's such a real like like tense moment, and if I say Sorry. it once, if I say it, and there's a helicopter, I know I'm gonna have to say it again because they can't use it. So you might as you gotta save it. You know what I mean? Like you can't like you gotta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just so funny because we're also we've been doing it for so long that we're so trained to like pause our helicopter, um, or you know we know not to like just little things like we don't block each other um, mm. because they're going to be like, uh, uh, like, you know, can't see you. And, you know, <laughs> you're talking and you're behind someone's fitness. You know, so you're like, yeah, you know, I really agree. And they're like, like can you move? Like, <laughs> we literally cannot see you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we do kind of like, we have these little things that I think are like ingrained in us at this point. But mm-hmm. we definitely like, yeah, you do kind of like forget a little bit about, I mean, you do and you don't in a, cer- in a certain sense. I think it's like almost just like second nature at this point. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Um, okay. So you, this is a gay show. I don't know if you noticed, <laughs> but, <laughs> and we're so happy to have a bi woman on. Um, what was that like coming out? process for you like in real life and then on the show as well 
Yeah. So what's weird is like in real life, I feel like, well, not to say that the show isn't real life, but like in my, you know, outside life, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. In real life, <laughs> I, it's weird because I feel like I never really had to come out. It was okay. like, it was like in, you know, high school, it was, it was just kind of like almost, I don't want to say assumed, but like nobody was asking questions. Nobody was really like, you, you what? Like, um, but then it kind of like was one of those things where I didn't understand like what the label, like what, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't label myself because I didn't understand like what any like label meant really. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't, you know, being outward with with it because I was like I don't want to say I, I don't want to misrepresent myself a and b I always didn't you know I didn't want to take up space in um, a community where I felt like did I have really even have the right to do that you know and I over time realized like wait no. That's like, you know, like in college when, you know, especially, you know, I grew up in Florida. I grew up in, you know, a, a, I don't know a better way to say this, but a red county. I mean, we have never, we have never turned, we didn't, we didn't turn blue for Obama. We didn't, you know, we, it's never happened. I don't even know. I'd have to look back and even see if it was blue for Clinton. I probably not. I don't know. And so and being in theater and dance and having like being like really involved in performing arts, I was around a lot more of like an LGBTQ uh, experience than mm-hmm. I think a lot of people. And, but being be, it being a very Southern place, um, a very red place, a very conservative Baptist Christian, um, like that's kind of like the, the nor- that's considered the norm. I was, I was actually like very, um, I don't know. It was weird. I would like pretend to be Christian because I didn't want to be, um, completely ostracized because Mm -hmm. there was one time where I said something in, in school or to some people. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I believe in God. And I literally like, it, it was like shit just real quick. People were like, all of a sudden I was just you know, the whispering and the, the, you Whoa. know, and my friend's mom saying like, I don't know if I want um, her to hang out with to my mom. Like, I don't know if I want them to hang out. Like I was a little bit of a troublemaker and I was like, troublemaker, I get straight A's. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um, but like just that being the climate and, um, and not really delving into like what it meant for so long. And then going away, you know, and then going to college and then you go to college, you're very, you're, you start to be opened up to, oh, actually, um, there's like so much more freedom and there's so Mm -hmm. much more, um, you just really start to realize like, I don't have to hide parts of myself. And I also can like have the freedom to figure this out. And so by the time I, you know, I was living in New York, I was like, felt more comfortable, like completely identifying as bi. And so even though I feel like a lot of my friends and family, like either didn't ask or didn't care or 
um, didn't uh, maybe assumed certain things. Mm-hmm. But it was wasn't until I was in New York that I was like fully identifying that way. And then everyone was like, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then, you know, and I and then I kind of, you know, explored that a little more. And then but then, of course, you know, on the show, that wasn't really a part of my. It's not this type of thing that I especially because I was in a I'm in a relationship with a guy. And that doesn't negate my sexuality at all. Mm-hmm. But I think to people who don't know someone and who don't know my whole before like life um, and they're only seeing this like kind of um, little bubble of it, it's easy for them to either write that off or say, oh, is she secretly a lesbian? And I'm like, no, nah, bitch, I'm bi. <laughs> and you know what? At this point, at this point in time, I'm going to say, I'm going to let you all know, people who don't know me, people who do know me, we're just going to go ahead. We're going to say it. We're going to put it out there. This is like a public coming out because, you know, this is mine and I own this and I'm I'm not going to do this like other people trying to put shit on me that either is or isn't me. Either saying, oh, I'm straight, but I'm uh, like faking being bi for attention, which I've gotten that. Or I'm actually gay and I'm faking being straight for whatever (laughs) weird reason. Like why? Yeah. (laughs) Like I mean, it's like (laughs) no. So I was like, you know what? None of this. None of this. We're gonna. Yeah. We're owning this. Yeah. Well, that's so. Like Lisa Renner. Was it kind of hard because like. I feel like with all of those other, you know, words from viewers, but also like from your castmates, like it's almost like you don't control the narrative completely. Like you get to say what you put out and what you believe, but then there's all this chitter chatter that you sort of have to like Mm -hmm. push back upon. Is that difficult? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is difficult because, and that's actually crazy that it's awesome that you like picked up on that because that's actually something that, has always really um, like kind of gotten to me when it comes to the show is that mm-hmm. when some, if someone says anything, if they say it on the show, people will take it as true mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you almost like saying like, that's sometimes pushing back against it almost makes people go oh see it is true and so it's one of those things yeah so (laughs) it's one of those things where you're right you don't really control your own narrative or your own story and anyone can say anything they want about you at any time and you just kind of have to prepare yourself to think that there are going to be people who hear something and go, yeah, right. No, that person's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Or there's, a, and there's also going to be some people who go, yeah, mm-hmm, I agree. I think that person's right. No matter what. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that is, that's the thing you say it on the show. It's kind of like always going to be, and that goes for, you know, I'm sure there's things that I've said on the show too, that, the other person I was talking about is like, that's not fucking true. And that pisses me off. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, you just have to know that 
that you know i get see here i am being I'm reason reasoning reasoning with the other side of it yeah <laughs> i'm doing what you said i i'm doing what you said i do um, <laughs> but yeah i mean i guess you know they're living their own truth and if they think that you're a fucking bitch <laughs> Then I guess we're going to say it. Some people are going to say, I agree. Ariana's a fucking bitch. <laughs> and what's wrong with being a fucking bitch? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, we know that you are obviously in a very long time relationship. How long has it been? Um, It has been, it'll be seven years wow. in mm. January. That is long. Yeah. Um, how do you find like a balance? Because mm. you guys work together, you live together. Mm -hmm. Those are the two main things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's it. We work together, we live together, and we're like on the show together. And mm. yeah, I mean, now that we're not, well, when we were living in our old apartment, or Tom's old apartment, really, um, it was like, very I don't know I think I, I was more inclined to say like go out without me because I do really crave that like time of like just being by myself and when we were in that apartment we were like on top of each other and so now that we are in our house like we do have like spaces and areas that we kind of like go off and do our own thing and it's a little bit it's a lot easier but it is kind of like, it is funny because we do have like a lot of the same friends mm -hmm. and, you know, there's certain things that maybe, you know, he likes to go out. I mean, not now, but <laughs> he likes to go out and like get drinks. He likes to bop around. He likes to bar hop. Mm -hmm. I like to go to a place that has like chic cocktails and like wine and just like sit in the same corner <laughs> all night with my like Ariana Grande and like that and like eat snacks. So it's like sometimes we just have to like make a point to I, I, I here's something I'm trying out actually during COVID. Tips. So yeah, this is a, well I'm trying it out. So we'll see how it works. <laughs> because of COVID and us being like in the house together all the time. And also, you know, we have we're working on projects together like with our with fancy as fuck and mm -hmm. um our the cocktail garden the garden nudie cocktail garden and all that stuff that we're working on it's like i'm trying this thing where at like a certain point in the day i'm like we don't talk about anything we only talk like this is boyfriend time <laughs> like not not this is like where we're like Business hours are done. <laughs> right. So now it's time for like, we can talk about a show. We can talk about um, cool snacks or, you know, <laughs> like talk about snacks <laughs> <laughs> or like life stuff. But like anything that has to do with um, anything business related, we're, we got to cut it off at a certain point in time. Because when we're together 24 seven, especially now during quarantine and all of that, it's like, so easy to have those lines blurred and it, then it becomes very like it's happened to us before when we were like in the thick of it with our book um where it's like you're like okay well now we're not being like romantic because all we're talking about is mm -hmm. this and so mm -hmm. um it's like if we it's the, kind of the thing where like if we didn't live together or whatever he'd we'd be off at work 
right. and then we would come home and it would be like cutesy time. So it's like we're together, you know, we're we got to draw the line. Yeah. So I'm trying that. So we're trying this like we're trying that. And I honestly think it it's helpful, you know, that sounds super healthy. We got to set boundaries for ourselves. I don't know. Totally. We're trying. <laughs> we're make we're doing it. <laughs> um very cool. Okay, should we get into oh. some advice questions? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to read the first one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, I'm Stella. A couple years ago, I dated this woman. It turns out she was married. <laughs> uh, but they got a divorce because of us. It was a whole drama. Now I'm dating this new girl and I like her a lot. I just found out that she's my ex's niece. Oh, I don't have any more contact with my ex, uh, my girlfriend's aunt, but her <laughs> girlfriend, but my girlfriend, her niece, was talking about meeting the family. Would that be too <laughs> awkward? Should I say no and have to tell her why? Should I end things before I get serious? Well, if you don't tell her, she's gonna find <laughs> out. I mean, what? Like, you're gonna go meet the family and it's just gonna, <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, yeah. you're the home, Stella is the homewrecker in the <gasps> family. Whoa. Yeah. Like, she, I, I don't know. I mean, man. what do you guys think? Yeah, I, break up. Now, break up immediately. What? Yeah, of course, break this up? is a horrible situation. You don't think they no. can figure it out? <laughs> you think they're just going to be like one happy dysfunctional family and they're like, oh, remember that yeah. time? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like maybe the open communication, if they do a little therapy together, they can oh figure my it gosh. out. An aunt, niece, <laughs> and girlfriend therapy? Too much? No, this is too much. I, yeah, oh, okay. I feel like Listen, she should tell her why, I think. For sure. For yeah. sure. But we also say this is probably not the best situation. I agree. Maybe but what they, if they're maybe like they really can hook up. Love. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Not worth it. I mean, geez. I mean the family is probably like they probably have her picture like on a dartboard. Oh my god! Like, I don't know. <laughs> like they probably hate her. What if it's like a really small town, not a lot of queer women around? You know, you then, have to make it work. Then they can hook up, you know, casually. I say, but cut you off still your have aunt. to tell. Yeah. You still, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, oh sounds like God. a mess. I think grow up and you'll find that <laughs> that uh, <laughs> this is not like, it. Grow yeah. up. Okay, grow um, up. <laughs> okay, I'll read the next one. Okay. I came out as a lesbian in 2018 after about 10 years of identifying as definitely not straight, but was also facing so much internalized homophobia that kept me in the closet and dating men. I was even engaged to one prior to my coming out. Anyway, in 2019, I had my first out and proud girlfriend. She brought me to her old high school in San Diego, and I was loving it. Picturing her as a teen and how I wish we could have 
dated then and not in our late 20s. I felt like I had missed out on so much life. So we had sex in my car as I played my dumb, sexy playlist that literally featured songs from the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack. So it was all very much (laughs) (laughs) and teenage like. (laughs) Like we both had our own homes to go have sex in, yet we chose to fuck in the car in a deserted high school parking lot at night. After a while, we realized that they had closed the gates of the high school and we were locked into the parking (laughs) lot for the night. I was... I was freaking out about my low blood sugar problem and being... Yeah, I know. There's always so many connecting dots. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. layers. And then there's layers to Um, this. I was freaking out about my low blood sugar problems and being stuck there at 6 a.m. So I made us climb over a wall to escape the barricade parkour style her parents lived nearby so we walked to their house and it was the first time it was my first time being there and meeting them the seconds between the question what were you guys doing in the parking lot so long that you didn't see the time or see the crew closing the gate and the realization that we had just banged in the car and walked to their house to get a snack oh speaking of snacks um (laughs) As a grown adult woman was mortifying. I would do it again, though. Also, this is my professional email. (laughs) Um, And she wants to ask you on a date, Amy. Cute. Um, That sounds like the best date ever. That sounds like so much fun. I'm definitely going to try that. (laughs) Genius. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, just make sure to bring a banana. Yeah. Wait, are you gonna do? Are you gonna problems? do it with her? She Ooh. asked you out. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, stranger <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> she says oh, she's oh, a Scorpio rising. I mean, ooh, yeah, me too. Um, I will reply to your business email <laughs> and we'll set something up. <laughs> oh my <Okay>. god. <laughs> do you want to read the last one? Yeah, I'll read it. Um, Okay. Hello. (laughs) I'm in desperate need of advice. (laughs) I met this guy on an app. I'm a woman and he is perfect. If we are taking compatibility, talking compatibility, it's through the roof. He cares Mm. about the community and social justice issues the same way I do. Same backgrounds and interests. Sorry, there's a leaf. (laughs) It's just great. We have open conversations about a lot of things, including sexuality. The only thing is that he seems more feminine than most guys I have dated, which is probably why there is such compatibility, but he hasn't said he is bi or anything. It's affecting my attraction to Mm. him. I can't help but see him more friend-like. Here are my questions. Is my heteronormative brain stopping me from enjoying this? (laughs) Is there actually such a thing as gay voice or is that all in my Mm. head? Thanks for your time. Love you all. From your friendly neighborhood, mostly strangers. <laughs> um, this one's deep. Yes, her heteronormative brain is stopping her. Absolutely, from especially if they've for talked sure. about sexuality. I mean, and yeah. he's not not gay. Then, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like she's. It almost feel like she's doing that thing where we go, oh, this guy's like. Like if you have date, if you've been like in ta- a bunch of toxic relationships and then you like start dating somebody mm. who's nice and you're just like, mm, I don't know if I'm attracted right. to it. Totally, she's almost, she's totally. like almost doing that to herself with this guy and his, you know, I'm going to say quote unquote femininity because that's not, that's a 
what uh, even is femininity. That, exactly. And I, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I don't know. I, I do think that she's holding. Yeah. Back, we all but. need a mix of both yeah. femininity and like, God, haven't you ever heard of toxic masculinity, girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> come on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, literally. what does she want? Like, a guy who like curls his you know brim of his hat and dips. <laughs> i mean what is that is that what's considered masculine like i don't know i mean i would say this guy's pretty secure and strong in his masculinity that he's like cares about yeah. stuff and yeah i like him i'm into him <laughs> <laughs> so we yes say dress. Oh. grow up get out grow, of your own way <laughs> Our advice to everyone is just grow up. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Ariana, you are a hoot. Thank you so much for coming on Dating Straight, or I guess Dating By now. Dating yeah, By. Yeah. Um, can you please tell us where the people can find you and what you're up yeah. to? Um, they can find me on Instagram at A R I A N A. That's my name, Ariana. Uh, and a-R-I-A-N-A-2525. There's three of them. Um, just type in Ariana. So you'll you'll see it. Um, and everybody go out and buy fancy as fuck cocktails. It's super fun. Makes a great gift. And check out and purchase for your, your friends and family um, our amazing Gardenuity Fancy AF collab. You'll get a Ooh. custom cocktail garden and a cocktail Ooh. book and a brand new cocktail recipe that's not in the book featuring herbs from the cocktail garden. Very exciting stuff. That's so cute. Yeah. I will definitely be purchasing. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. Thank and you. Thanks for listening. Yes. I'm Amy Oddman. <laughs> I'm Jack Dodge and this is Dating Straight. See you next Tuesday. We can be broken hearted lovers. You can help me recover.